Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. Hi, this is Christy Robinette. And this is Chuck Robinette. And this is the Robinette's Nest special edition, special edition. ode to Alice Cooper. Ode to Alice. <laughs> we decided to do another yes. podcast. We did one yesterday. That was the 4th of February. And I had planned to say, oh, and by the way, happy birthday to my hero, Alice Cooper. And I completely forgot. So now we are dedicating an entire episode <laughs> to, to Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. I'd love to like play a bit of I like know, welcome to new, my nightmare. Yeah, you know, something, something like that. Hummus a tune. Yeah. Mm, mm, but mm, mm, we'll probably mm, mm, no. No, we can't do well, that because, because we'll get copyright we'll get infringement. Sued. So some, we don't want some do lawyer that. will be knocking at the door. So Alice Cooper, huh? Alice Cooper, my all-time favorite hero. So did you, like, was that, like, your person? You're, like, your group? Like, yeah, that explain was, Alice Cooper. Alice meant everything to me growing up. I shouldn't say growing up. Uh, when I was younger, I grew up in the 70s. I was born in 61, but I grew up, you know, did all my real fun stuff in the 70s. And Alice was, you know, the big thing back then. A lot of people were into the Rolling Stones or were into the Beatles, and that was like a little bit before me, Beatlemania. So actually, Elton John was my Beatles. He was the biggest thing in the world then. But Alice, I don't know if he was a close second, but he was right up there. And parents hated him, kind of like they hated the Beatles, but for different reasons. You know, everything was a, a show with them, and it was all pretty much tongue-in-cheek. Most of the stuff was urban legend anyway. But parents hated him, you know. They'd pick at him and at the concerts, and he was just the worst thing. My mother called him a chicken killer, and uh, she hated him. <sighs> Poor Alice. Poor Alice. And the chickens, let me go back to that. The chicken killer story, they were doing a festival or show in Toronto, and somehow chicken came on stage, and everyone was going crazy, and Alice said, you know, I'm from Detroit. I'm not a farm boy. I thought chickens could fly, so he threw it in the audience, and they just basically tore it apart. That's disgusting. It and is horrible. disgusting, and he was pretty horrified with it too. Doesn't know where the chicken came from. Years later, we found out, but you know where at the, the time, chicken came where from. Where the chicken came from? Where did the chicken come from? It was from his manager, Chef Gordon. Oh, yeah. Oh, we actually saw him. We saw Chef Gordon. Yeah, and Caesars. Yeah, and Windsor. Yeah, uh, it was Alice was playing a concert there, and few years ago and it was the first show of the tour and chef was there you know we were standing right close by him but you know i'm not one to sit there and say hey you know yeah and shake his hand and shake his although hand. we kind of wanted to sure i wanted to uh chef gordon anybody doesn't know he's a great manager great person great humanitarian so i grew up i was born in this in 70 so my musical time was in the 80s hair bands and i was hair bands my sister liked Alice Cooper and it scared me because like his album had a spider on it now but I was also Spiders afraid of Elton John because 
he had crocodile rock, and I was afraid of crocodiles. <laughs> Flamboyant. You probably were scared of David Bowie, He was a Bowie little too. scared. Not, well, David Bowie just wasn't a presence in our life. I guess he probably wasn't in yours. He all. was with me, though. But, it, yeah, so Alice scared me. So when I first met Chuck, like, that was obviously a major topic, is I think that Alice Cooper is the greatest person on Earth, and it was very like Wayne's World. Like I am not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. And um, so we were probably dating. I don't know a year, maybe about a year. When you called me, so excited, so excited. I was at work. I was working a corporate job at the time because you won breakfast with Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper from a rate local radio station. Uh, I was at work. It was basically before work started, and we had the radio on, and they had a contest. It was, I believe the name of the, the game was Next in Line. So they would say a, a line from a song, and you had to give the next line afterwards to win. So they said, whatever. I, I don't even, for right now, I don't even remember what the, the song was. But I cheated, and uh, I didn't know what the, the song was, so I put that lyric in that they gave. Oh, you Googled that. I Googled it, and it gave me the next line. I don't know if that's cheating, you know. I don't know. Anyway, I did it, and they said, okay, you know, I I called up. I don't know, it was probably caller 20 or something, and the phone never rang, and then they gave the radio station's name, you know, who is this? And I was like, oh, geez, here we are. (laughs) The pressure's on. The pressure's on. What's the next line of the song? And I gave it whatever it was, and on the Google page itself, it said the name of the song and by the group. But I believe the song or the group was that they were looking for was like Jethro Tull or something like that. Why wouldn't they have asked an Alice Cooper lyric? I, for I that? have no idea. And on the listing on the Google page said it was like by Sticks or somebody else. And so, like an idiot, I said, Yeah, it's whatever the name of the song is by Sticks or whatever. And it's like, no, did you look on the computer or whatever? Oh, no. And I'm going, no, of course not, you know. And the guy, just jockey, didn't want to give me the tickets. And the female, his partner, said, no, he won it fair and square or whatever. So we got tickets. So it was breakfast with Alice Cooper at the radio station. And then he was <laughs> performing at the state fairgrounds in concert. So we had first row tickets. We got front front row Front tickets. row tickets. And, and you forgot the tickets. I forgot the tickets. We <laughs> we got all the way to the state fairgrounds on 8 Mile and Woodward. And I said, damn, forgot the tickets. So we had to turn around, go back. And oh we lived gosh. in Westland at the time. Rush back to Westland to get the tickets. Oh, no. But what happened on the way? Do you remember? You were so stressed out <laughs> that you got too close to a construction barrel and you took the mirror off of my car. I don't think that was then. That was, was then. It was. I think you're. And I, I'm, not, I'm not going for you it. You were so I, stressed I plead, out. I plead the fifth on that one. I don't think so. So, yeah. He ran into the side of a construction barrel and took my mirror off. So, in the meantime, I've got to go see Alice Cooper. I have no idea what to expect. Nothing Absolutely to Absolutely I said, well, no don't you know idea. the song School is Out? And she said, yeah, he gets out. I don't think I said that either. I think you did. Probably. I think you are also telling the story wrong. No, I, I know my stories. I was the one. I lived it, baby. I lived it. Okay, me too. Okay, so <laughs> is my so we're, your we're front row, front row at the show, at the show, and we're standing up. And if you've never seen AC, 
he puts on a very theatrical, almost Broadway. Yeah, rock show. Rock show, yeah. So everything is synchronized yep. and there's uh, – it, it's choreographed and he's very thoughtfully thought everything, every step, every dance yep. move, like everything is – analytically schematic there's mm-hmm. no impromptu with True. it there really isn't and so he sang like one song and he stared at me through the whole song and i'm like okay this is weird and he's probably thinking i th- I heard this lady doesn't like schools <laughs> probably and then he sang was it Schools Out with the cane? No, what that, song was it? I, you mean, honest with you, I don't even know. All I know, I was like a high school kid in the front row singing every word of the song. He was. Bobbing my head, throwing my arms in the air, whatever. <laughs> he was, I was like a, a giddy schoolgirl. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> giddy schoolgirl. And it gets better than that, but <laughs> this was that. Oh, yeah. This so, story gets better. <laughs> so we're in the front row. I'm standing up, and there's like a fence, a gated fence type of thing in front, so you can't climb on the stage. So we're leaning up against that, throwing my head up back and forth and singing every word of the song. (laughs) As loud as he can sing. Whatever. We were all singing loud, but everyone but Chris. I didn't know Alice Cooper, so I was not singing loud. (laughs) So he sang what it was, singing a song, and he looks at me and he kind of like leans over and he drops his cane. In the show, he's got a cane. A couple of times, he'll swing the cane around. Like a Broadway-ish cane, right. not like an and, old man cane. Right, right. It was a Broadway type of thing. I mean, it's just Like a, a prop, magician's basically. cane. I, I, in fact, I think I saw the same cane at Party Central, Party <laughs> City once. So, you know, they just probably buy a hundred of them. And then every show, they he tosses one in the audience. So he tossed it, and my arms are through this gate, and I grab it. Yep, he catches it. I and catch he's it. holding on. And I've got both hands on it. People are trying to grab it away from him. And my elbows are going right and left, up and down. I'm elbowing people <laughs> saying, there is no way in hell I'm giving up this cane. In fact, I was squeezing it so tight. I had a ring on my finger. It flattened the ring. It bent the ring. Bent the ring. He was Because I had so such tight. a grip on it. And they finally gave up. And <sighs> said, okay, he's got it. So he had the cane. So he I was all worried about even walking to Into the, the car, car because I don't want to get mugged for the cane. Get mugged for the Alice Cooper cane. Pretty much so. <laughs> so, so that was like so exciting. So then right. the next day, the next morning, I had to call into work. <laughs> going to work late <laughs> because she's got to go see Alice Cooper so and have I didn't with them. tell them that. No, I know. And, but I was I had to wear a suit because I had a really important meeting that afternoon. So I'm wearing like a pinkish lilac suit. Right. I'm not dressed like in an Alice Cooper t-shirt and jeans. I'm I'm dressed up. And so we go to the radio station and um we th- there's what, like maybe 50 of us. No, there was that many. There's a 20, maybe two dozen. Okay. 20, 25 people. That won this contest and we're during ushered the, in the course of the week or two weeks or whatever. And there's like, like, you know, Costco type of food laid out. Yeah, like they had danishes and, and coffee and, donuts and stuff like that. Nothing big. Yeah, I mean, they weren't having, you know, crepes or. No, omelets or anything, no. So then Alice comes out, and he's no makeup. No makeup, just regular guy. Just regular guy. And he comes right to our table. So we're all, like, sitting at separate tables. Well, I had a a Detroit Tigers jersey on. And he's from Detroit, but he lives in Phoenix. So he's an Arizona Diamondbacks fan besides 
the Tigers. And the first thing he says is, you think the Tigers are going to play my Diamondbacks? And I said, well, you know, I doubt it. Or what? I don't even remember what I said, but that was the first thing he said when he came into the room. Yeah. And he came to our table. And sat down. Sat down. You know, hey, how you doing? And and Chuck's. I had a bunch of stuff for him to sign. I, know, I should say a bunch of stuff. I had a couple of CDs or whatever. You know, he's, he's just going to autograph. And I thought, okay, that's cool. And I'm tongue-tied. He I'm, is not. He's not I, even I'm, able I'm to a, know what a, his a, name a, is. A, 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 you know, stuttering. I'm, I don't know. He knows so what's going on. So all he says, Chuck says to Alice Cooper is, I, I caught, caught your cane last night at the show. <laughs> And he says, oh, wow, cool. You know, you should have brought it with you. I would have signed it for you. That's all I needed to hear, folks. He was gone. That was it. He was gone. It's like you ever watch a Bugs Bunny or Roadrunner commercial or a cartoon and it just jumps in the air and then pew, gone. He was gone. That was me. I was running to the parking lot. <laughs> he was gone. Literally running to the parking lot. I was left sitting alone with Alice Cooper at the table. I know nothing about Alice Cooper. I'm dressed in a business suit. I, um, I mean, he's, he's obviously, I know that there he's got stigma and, you know, he's important. And so I'm respectful. So I'm like, so how's golf in Phoenix? Cause I knew that he golfed. Uh -huh. And so we're small talking, but Chuck is nowhere. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Like forever. So finally he has to move to the next mm, table. Go to the next table, sign their stuff and meet with them. So, like, they locked you out, right? Yeah. They didn't the, want to let you back in. They didn't want back in. I said, hey, you know, I've got the cane, blah, blah, blah. They let me in. How about my fiancés in there? Yeah, How whatever. about that? Well, like, that wasn't really That wasn't really, time, you know, no. important. No. And and the weird thing is, this would have been my whole dream. My whole life is like, oh, my God, if I could just meet Alice Cooper. You know, you always say, there's one person you can meet. That was it. So, here I had my chance. I'm out in the parking lot picking up the damn cane. <laughs> Trying to get back into the Trying building. Trying to get back in. <laughs> And he's gone. To, he's probably done five tables by the time <laughs> I get back in. I'm finally. super nervous. I don't know what's going on. He finally shows up. He can, yeah, I show up, and they said now you have to wait until the end. Wait till the end. He was finishing up some, and some people they took. They had like big expensive cameras at the show. They took a bunch of glossy things. Had them yeah, all. Yeah, they were gonna sell. All, stuff. all ridiculous. You know, very rude. Yeah. They made probably 20 copies of stuff, and he had him sign each and, and every did, one of them. And he did, and he signed everything. And he signed them, which I give him credit for. Patient. I wouldn't have done it. but. And then there was a professional photographer that also took every one of our pictures. With Alice. With Alice. Separately. And then we would get a copy of that They would afterwards. send one to us. Yeah. So Christy and I had a picture taken with Alice. And the funny thing is, in the picture... <laughs> Both Alice Chris, looks really afraid of you. Alice is in the middle of us, <laughs> and he's all leaning with his arm around Christy. He's got his arm on me, but he's got his arm around Christy. Like, okay, I like this girl, but this guy over here is kind of scaring me. <laughs> so it's funny. And the weird thing is we've got it in a little frame. It was only like a, a what, a four by or yeah, six yeah. by eight or something. Yeah, whatever. it's like a four by six. And it's a frame that says miracle on it. So <laughs> my logic was it was a miracle. I got to meet Alice Cooper. So you got it in this frame. But he was really, so he brought, he finally was our turn. And they he said, Alice, you know, you, you've got to, you know, we've got to go. We've got to go now. And he's like, he's like, no, no, no. no. I, I said, sign I signed sign the king. So he signed the king. But not only that. that, but he went to specifically find the best Sharpie for it. Right. It because a, he needed a metallic Sharpie. It was a black cane and he got a silver metallic yeah. Sharpie and he signed it. I still have the cane. I always ask my daughters, who, who do you want me to will it to? You know, leave it to in my will. And nobody wants and it. And they said, no, 
my one daughter, Cora, she said, no, I'll put it on eBay as soon as you're dead. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> so there's that. So that was our meeting Alice story. That was but my meeting Alice. He was super nice, super yep. pleasant, super accommodating. He had just played a show the night before, and right. it was early morning, and he was pretty amazing. And so we ended up deciding that we were going to take the kids to see Alice Cooper. Yep. Now, as a prelude to that, my kids are a little bit older. Cora and Molly are a little bit older than Connor and Michaela by, what, two and a half years? They're like two years spaced, spaced yeah. out. So they'd all ever been to concerts before. Uh, when Cora was five, I took her to see the Rolling Stones because I figured the first concert she ever sees should be the Rolling Stones. And then the next time they came, I took Cora and Molly to see the Rolling Stones. So really both Cora and Molly, the first show they ever saw were, was the Rolling Stones. So it wasn't their first show, but we said, we're going to, this is going to make a family thing. He's playing the state fair again. I was outdoors though. It wasn't inside the Coliseum. My kids were raised very sheltered and in a very Christian upbringing. So this was not, this was atypical. Very, very much so. And it was a crummy night. Although yeah. Alice is very Christian. So I'm not saying that She's Alice is probably the Christian. most Christian man in rock and roll. So, yeah, so. my mother was wrong. It anyway. was just a show. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a show. And uh, it rained. The kids were there. It rained. They had books. They were reading. They, they could have cared less about yeah Game Boys. They could have cared less about the show. We have a picture of them that I need to dig out, and each one of them is either on their cell phone reading a book. Michaela had a book. It's pouring out, and she's not even caring that her book is getting soaking wet. Connor's got his Game Boy, and I don't think they paid attention to the show, and yet they will all say it was the worst show that they've ever been to. <laughs> I hate those terrible. kids. I hate those kids. <laughs> and so so we did that. So I, I think since then we've been to a billion of Alice Cooper's shows. Yeah, I don't – the only time I think we've missed him since then was he came with Motley, Motley Crue. Crew. He opened for him, and I said, well, I had no interest in seeing Motley Crue. So we didn't go to that show. And well, most people said that he pretty much blew Motley Crew off the stage. But that's another story. But we went to Caesars Windsor and right. saw him. We've seen him twice there. Right. But we went one time. And the first time. we were going to check into the hotel. Right. And we were getting the into there. the elevator. And right then, guess who's in the elevator? <laughs> it's Alice Cooper. It's Alice and his wife, Cheryl. And he's hiding in the elevator. He's got his hair he pinned up in an elevator. with a golf hat on. And he's... Standing in the corner, facing the corner, like he just got in trouble in school. And he's, so he's trying to be inconspicuous, but it's like, I'm looking at Christy like, you know who that is? You know who that is? We're, like, I don't know who that is. And his wife is looking at me, and she's just smiling, so she knows that we know, we know. who it is. But again, I'm not going to be there. Hey, how and you doing? And like shake my hand. they can't hear you say. Well, I was kind of on a down low, but I'm like pointing and like. <laughs> he wasn't really on the down low at all, you guys. It's Alice. It's Alice. <laughs> And so all he was interested in was if he was going to be able to get a nap. What time was the show start? It was like 8.30. Okay, I got time for a nap. I'm thinking, oh, okay. But that was kind of cool. Yeah, so that was, that was, and we've seen him several times since. Yeah. We haven't met him. Not since You then. know, since then. But, but this year at the Motor City Comic Con, guess who's going to be there? Yes, Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. It's all so three days. weird. How ironic. So he's going to be there. Needless to say, we already have our tickets to go. 
And I already paid to have him sign something. Not that I could care less about it, but just to get out there and say, hey, whatever. And no, I don't have paid that. I paid for to have our picture taken with him. Yeah, I think you need to do an autograph too, though. Oh, I will. I'll stand in line for it. You know, not that it matters, but just say, hey, how you doing? Remember me? And he's going to say, yeah, I was afraid of you. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to see Chuck's, that. Chuck's got a reputation in rock and roll for being I'm a stalker. creepy stalker to these people that he admires. <laughs> I like Joe Jackson. Probably everyone's saying, who? Another musician. I like Joe Jackson. And I would always go by myself. He always played in Ann Arbor. And I'm always like in the front row. And I'm sure he's looking at me like, God, it's him again. <laughs> I went with Chuck one time. We did not sit in the front row. We sat in the front row in the balcony. But he couldn't see me up there. But no. And I fell asleep during that show. Yeah. Well, and I've seen him twice since then by myself, mind you. He's very, very talented. Yeah. Very, very boring. Anyway, we're talking about Alice now, not Joe. It is Ode to Alice. Ode to Alice. So, yes. So, Chuck is a huge Alice Cooper fan. And we do have tickets for him this year. And we've got tickets. We've got tickets for his concert Concert as well. At DTE. And, uh... So the things that we do for love, love, because it's not that I don't like Alice Cooper, but he's just not my cup of tea. No, he's just not. They can't all be air supply. I like air supply. Yeah, you do. Um, But I think he's an awesome guy. Mm -hmm. He is a legend. I think he's a legend. I do. And not everybody understands, you know, the music and him. We brought our friends to an Alice Mm -hmm. Cooper concert. And I don't think that they knew what to expect at all either. And I think we might have scarred them. I think it might have scarred our friendship. Yeah. A little bit. Mikey said he he loved the show, but he was kind of scared. Well, and he's got a very hot... Guitarist, guitar player Nina Strauss and she's beautiful and she's yep. talented Extremely. and she's gifted and she has just this kind energy mm-hmm. so if you aren't a fan of Alice Cooper and you like looking at pretty woman, women <laughs> then <laughs> you can go Strauss. stare at Nina. now she's got a boyfriend or a fiance or something like okay. that but she's a very uh beautiful and gifted and we saw him when he had Michael Jackson's guitarist as well. What's her name? Or um, Athena or something. Or like Athena, that. something Whatever like that. And Another she was girl. amazing. She was really good. She was amazing. So he has really great uh musicians. Yeah, he with does him. have a great band with him. And he always has, you know, when Dick Wagner was with him and Steve Hunter and yeah, it's always been a decent band. In fact, he went on tour when he came from the inside. He had Davy Johnstone from Elton John's band, and I think he had the drummer too. So how old is Alice Cooper now? Alice Cooper is 72 as of yesterday. And that was my first concert also, Alice Cooper at Cobo Arena. That sent away for tickets. They were like $6 a piece. And that's how big he was. You had to send away for tickets. You couldn't stand in line. And it was just basically luck of the draw. I had just gotten my driver's license two days before that. I believe it was August 3rd was the concert. And I told my mom, I'm going to see Alice Cooper. She says, the hell you are. I said, the hell I'm not. I'm taking the car. I'm going to go see Alice Cooper. If I had to steal the car, I was going to go. So we went to the concert, and it was crazy. We were in Tier B, and they basically had cops in full riot gear with helmets, the sticks, everything. Two cops for each section. 
And I'm thinking, is that's what concerts are really like? And, you know, the people were crazy. And I remember seeing them drag some long-haired guy by his hair down the floor, off the floor, main floor. And I'm thinking, wow, this is really going to be nuts. But it was great. It was a great show. It had a big TV screen that he, he jumped out. It's hard to explain, but I remember telling my dad about this. I was so excited. He's looking at me like, I'm crazy. But, yeah, that was my first concert. He was born Vincent Damon Fernier. Son of a preacher. Son of a preacher. He in Detroit. inspired Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie, Zombie. and uh, Kiss even, right? Well, I always said Kiss was a copy of Alice because they used makeup. And it's really nothing. There's nothing Their compared. music's not it's, the it's same. It's the whole thing, no. the show and everything. But basically, the showmanship. Yeah. You know, Alice was good friends with Salvador Dali, with Groucho Marx. I mean... John Lennon, you know. Oh, yeah. he. I mean, one year he did a Dead Friends tour. tour. Well, no. Well, he did that with, a Hollywood, that with Vampires, a Hollywood Vampires. That with Joe Perry of Aerosmith and Johnny Depp. Which I really didn't like. I thought it was great. I thought it was horrible. Anyway. It was really cool to see Johnny Depp. but Grounds for divorce. But anyway. <laughs> he didn't like it. <laughs> but he... Um, yeah, so he did this whole thing where they they played the music of all of his dead friends. Did copies, right? The guys he used to drink with in Hollywood, and that was cool. Yep. So I I went to Lutheran High Westland in Westland, Michigan. Yep. And it originally uh, after that before that it was a junior high. It was, it was Nankin, Nankin Mills Junior, junior high. high. But before that, it was like a juvenile. It was like a bad boy school. Bad boy school at one point. And the rumor was that Alice Cooper went there. Like, that was always the rumor. And, and I used to argue this point with her all the time. There's no way in hell he went there. But it's still legend. It's legend. So if you look on even, like, Wikipedia and stuff Sometimes. with that school, it shows up that he was a bad boy there. If you look at the history, there there is no way that There's he went no there. There's no way. He went to high but, school in Phoenix, and that's where the band met. They were on the track team, and that's how it all started in Phoenix. And they lived in a trailer park. But they came back to Detroit. They they went to L.A. They did the whole thing. Frank Zappa said, if anybody could make people run out of a theater like that, you know, I want to sign them. Come see me at, I think it was like 7 or 8 o'clock, the story goes. Come to my house and audition for me for my record label. So they were there at 7 or 8 in the morning, and setting everything up to play for Frank Zappa. It's like, basically he comes downstairs and says, what the hell are you doing? I meant like seven or eight at night. <laughs> so that's a funny story, but it's a funny story, but it again goes where he's pretty good at being a morning bird. Yeah, there you go. So. But yeah, they did that. Then they came, they signed with uh, Frank Zappa and they basically made it big in Detroit. They came back to Detroit. That's so nice. <laughs> so happy birthday, Alice Cooper. Oh, one more thing. Oh, Okay. Oh, okay. It was just a kind of a funny anecdote. Okay. One Christmas, I had put made my list what oh, quote unquote yeah. I wanted Santa Claus to bring me. How old were you? You know what? I don't even know. I think it was like 1972. So I probably was 11, maybe. I was two. I don't know. Yeah, you were barely. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and I wanted Schools Out, the album Schools Out. Anybody that knows anything about Alice, in those days, record albums, the vinyl, he had great packaging and the schools out basically was you could fold it and it looked like a school desk, an old school desk. 
So I got this album, and I think I got like Chicago, the Chicago two, one of the Chicago albums. I remember that too with it. But I got Alice Cooper, and I'm opening it while everyone's, you know, at the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. And I open this package up to check it out, and there's a pair of disposable panties covering the album. And boy, I never heard the end that of that was one. Scandalous. Like, what is this? Because his name was Alice. So it was a promotional thing. I'm sure that was Shep Gordon too, but yeah. yeah. So it had disposable panties on it, and I was embarrassed. Oh, my God, I was embarrassed because I didn't expect this. You still loved him. After oh, that. absolutely. Guy was cool. Still loved him. Guy was cool. Guy is cool. Yeah, he's in great shape, too. I mean, he runs around that stage. Yeah. He wears those leather energy. pants, and he, His wife's uh, on the show with him, sometimes his daughter's. He, I mean, I don't think he's a good-looking guy at all. What? But, no. Do you think he's a good-looking guy? I plead the fifth. Okay. Um, but he's a cool guy. Yeah, absolutely. Again, my hero. Chuck's hero, Ode to Alice Cooper. Ode to Alice Cooper. Happy birthday, Alice. Happy birthday. Happy 72. This is Christy Robinette. And Alice's number one fan, Chuck Robinette. <laughs> this is the Robinette's Nest. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.